front-end developer for the first time in my career. User experience design. I'm a back-end developer and mainly work with Drupal. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Screens, where we go beyond the code and into the community. I'm your host, Chris Albrecht. Let's dive in. Behind the Screens is made possible by Lullabot. Lullabot is a strategy design and development company where we turn great content into captivating user experiences. Find us on Twitter at Lullabot or in your browser at lullabot.com. We'd love to meet you. On this episode, we're talking with Augustine and Marcos from 42Mate. Hello, gentlemen. Please introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about what you guys do. Okay, so my name is Marcos Ibanez. I'm a managing partner at 42Mate. We're a small web agency based out of Los Angeles and Argentina. And we do mostly PHP and Node.js development. Drupal is our first love, but really we work with WordPress or any other platform that our clients uh, ask us to work with. We've been doing this for at least 15 years, so you, you pick up a lot of things along the way. Mm -hmm. I am Agustin, very excited to be interviewed <laughs> right now. Yeah, this is fun for me. I love interviewing uh, yeah. people I've never met before, mm -hmm. especially uh, companies that are branching out of just Drupal and doing a little bit of everything. So. If you were to take any of the technologies that you work with, uh, maybe the bigger ones, which one is the, the mo that you get the most work from? Is it Drupal? In this moment, it's Drupal, yes. We have a bunch of sites working in Drupal because we are trying to push Drupal to our customer. But since there are customers that already have something else, they want to continue working with Symfony or Laravel or custom PHP code, we take it anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, but we try to push Drupal in those scenarios where there is, for example, a newspaper, a digital magazine, or some heavy content-driven applications, we try to use Drupal, yes. So, which would you prefer uh, if you had to just pick one of those technologies? Which one would you settle on? And let's just say, let's just take Drupal off the table. Which, which of the other ones would be the one you would really want to spend your time digging into? Well, I, I myself, have been working with React a lot lately because the client I'm assigned to really is migrating a lot of things to React. So I'm getting uh, acquainted to this new JavaScript, Node, uh, Babel, whatever ecosystem. Uh, I was a little reluctant in the beginning, but I'm starting to kindle to it and I like it. And I'm kind of feeling like I felt with Drupal 7 like a few years ago. So I, I think that would be my answer. Probably Node.js. Yeah? Yeah. Augustine? For, for my case, uh, in these days, I am loving too much Laravel. It's a nice framework. It's a clean framework. Works well. Easy to learn. Uh, with the competence that Laravel have is Symfony, for example. We have a bad experience a few years ago when they changed Symfony 1 to Symfony 2. It was a totally different product. They forgot about the community, their needs, and we hated that. And with Laravel, we retake the work on MVC frameworks, and it's nicer, like community is cool, so I think I will work with Laravel. Interesting. Yeah. It feels like the Symfony one yes. of the day. Yeah. <laughs> so out of the work that you guys do, do you have clients um, localized in Argentina? Well, so, we have some, a few legacy clients in Argentina. For, for them, we do uh, like new sites, mm -hmm. basically, but most of our clients are US-based. Mm -hmm. We had some clients in Europe too, but US is our main market. Mm -hmm. Are you looking to branch out from that at all, or what's uh, what's coming down the line for 42Mate? 
I think that as always we're trying to grow our US market but we're starting to look into Europe too we, we have good experience working with uh, I think it was a Dutch company uh, and they use Drupal a lot in Europe mm-hmm. it's, it's way easier to sell over there because they already know about it you don't need to sell anything they know what Drupal is when we offer our expertise and our rates they really like it so. oh, for the business perspective we are trying to grow the company but not too much we don't want to have a huge company uh, right now at this moment we are 10 people mm-hmm. uh, we are trying to make it grow that is why we are here in DrupalCon trying to get more relationships to see if we can work with somebody else make our customer based make it bigger that is one of the challenges that we have right now and the other challenge is to get people because you have to work with Drupal and nobody it's not like you go to a new university and oh I will hire you because you already know Drupal you have to teach them and the learning curve is heavy so those are our challenges how we get this guy that knows something of PHP getting productive in Drupal very fast and put it in work in some yeah, customers Those are the challenges that we are fronting right now. So here at DrupalCon, how many DrupalCons have you guys uh, had a booth at? This This is our first. This is your first first one? How's that experience been for you? Very, very good. We've been uh, in TechCrunch a few months ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next, uh, the last one... We went to South by Southwest like three weeks ago. And the objective was the same, to try to get more clients and pitch to people. And DrupalCon is completely different. here you just have a conversation with everybody that comes by the booth and the people here that are looking for Drupal devs they, they know exactly what they want it's a perfect fit I, I think we'll be coming back yes yeah. <laughs> very excited uh, we are very 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 uh, with the Drupal Association they help us a lot to get, get this booth yeah. so we are getting... yeah we want to thank them because like we were a small company so it, it was a lot of effort money-wise to get here and they were able to provide us a third ticket for one of our developers for free in the same sponsorship level that that really helped us get here yes. that's wonderful so that, that would be a big shout out to the Drupal Association we were like let's try if we can get a booth Let, let's see what they say and the first moment was yes guys we, we will make it work yeah. no problem let's see what, what you have and, and that was super yeah. cool yeah, I have to say that that was very smooth yeah. and the, uh, one of the things with trade shows, I don't know if you know, you need to put together the booth and then you have to hire one company for electricity, one company for the carpet or whatnot. Uh, when they they put together this uh, event kit and it was perfect, they explained exactly everything you needed to do, who you needed to talk, they, everything worked exactly as the document described. That I really like that. It's not very common. That's a that's a very cool story. That's amazing that they were able to help you guys out and do that. Yeah. It shows the importance of having you know, so many... The community is not just the names that people know, the big names. There are so many other smaller companies or individuals that make up the community that that's what makes everything just so rich, I think. Yes, totally. Yeah. So is there anything in particular in DrupalCon that you're hoping to take away from personally? Like sessions you might want to see or keynotes that you thought were really good? Well, we spent most of our time mining the booth so I, I didn't really go to a lot of uh, sessions myself but it was very cool that we got to meet a lot of our heroes really uh, like core contributors that stopped by and have a chat with us I, I really like that sense of community mm-hmm. it's 
Uh, other communities are not like that at all. You can't even approach the guy to talk to him because he's some celebrity. Here is completely weird. Like Webtick stopped by our, our booth and she was really cool about everything. We had a nice conversation. I like the sense of community in Drupalcon. Mm -hmm. Yes, the same, the same feeling. Mm -hmm. I think we already have it. We, we built some relationships, so that is the most important for us. Yep, I, I absolutely agree. And I love doing this podcast to find out about those sorts of things. Uh, there are people here from WordPress, from Joomla, and you can, yeah. Angie is always very welcoming and open when yeah. you come up to her. That's wonderful. Okay. Do you think, is, is there something that the Drupal community could take away from any of the other communities that you work with, the other services and, and languages that you work with? Something that we could take away from them or vice versa, something you would share between them? I think that... Uh It's, it already started the community started already started doing it and it's uh, all these initiatives that Dries talked about with the demo initiative and having a better out of the box experience that's crucial for us to be able to bring new people into Drupal because one of the main pain points when you're just trying to sell this to someone is the default installation looks like shit compared to WordPress where everything clicks and they have a new theme every year and there, there's steps are being taken to solve that problem. I think that's very important for the main product itself. Mm -hmm. Community-wise, I don't know. If, I think it's the other way around. Other communities can learn a lot, a lot, a lot from Drupal community. Uh, I think what Dre said in the, in the yesterday conference about to make Drupal know about those people that are not in technology but take the decision is very important yeah. because usually when we try to push Drupal to our customers, there is this guy that doesn't know anything about technology but he knows some things and he knows that the competence is using Adobe for CMS so they want to use Adobe and we are saying no, Drupal is better, ah, but that is just open source yeah. and that sucks. So the efforts that the Drupal Association and Nakia, all the big companies, are doing to put Drupal in the map as a good and solid option is amazing. Uh, hear that was great for me uh, because it's going to help us a lot, a lot, uh, and that is great. Um, I think the, what we need to improve in our community, and everybody is aware of this, uh, is the documentation. It's hard to give the first steps how to start to do things in Drupal. The, the, the guys that start working with Drupal, they get math. What, what they have to do? Views, blocks, context, panels, how this works together. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, there is no clear specification how this works, how to do this, how to do that. So you discover in the middle, maybe you have good luck and you have a mentor that explains you everything, but sometimes you don't. Yeah. Uh, Especially the lone developer that's at home trying to read the docs. Uh, the Drupal.org documentation is very thorough, very complete, and like anything that's very complete and thorough, it's very big and hard to surmount. You, you go into the first page, you have like five pages long with a bunch of links, like, mm -hmm. what am I doing here? Where do I start? In our company, we used to have a pro development with Drupal 7 as the main reference about what to do, how to start, And there is a new version for Drupal 8, but it's not so good as the Drupal 7. Yeah, because, uh, well, yeah. because of the timeline that Drupal 8 is moving on. Mm -hmm. I think the Drupal 8 version is like mostly based on 8.0 and 8.1, and now we're in 8.5. So, so many things have changed. There's no way to keep a book updated. That mm -hmm. easily. 
And the other thing that we used to have a lot, and I am seeing, I am feeling that we are losing that, is that in Drupal 7 we had this stability where not nothing changes so fast, and you were able to upgrade the version with so many impact. Yeah. And now with Drupal 8, 8.3, 8, 8.5, are, things are changing really, really fast, and it's hard for an eight, a small agency to support our customer on those this year. Changes uh, because probably the customers don't have enough money to update to make these big changes, uh, and I don't want to lose that. Drupal was one of my first, uh, one of the reasons that I choose Drupal in the moment was that it's Drupal 7, a lot of years of support. You can keep it in Drupal 7 and it's going to change to 8, but you will have support, it's going to continue working. Yeah. So if you, we lose that, it's going to be sadly. Mm -hmm. uh, backward compatibility is very, very important. We have, it's, it's cool to be in the latest technology, the latest uh, methodologies, the latest things that are in, in the internet, but backward compatibility is important too. Mm -hmm. We don't have to lose that. Yeah. Well, let's take this and uh, flip it on its head a bit. So if you were to wake up tomorrow and the internet was gone, what would you do? I'd probably ride my motorcycle all day. Yeah, that's that's probably it. What's Just a ride. motorcycle? Oh, I have a, a, a T100, a Triumph, that I got a couple of years back. And I, I really enjoy driving the bike around. And I don't get to go out that much, so yeah, probably do that. Nice, excellent. And my free time, I am a fisherman, so probably I will go to live to the river and fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Spend, spend your days tossing the line. Yeah, yeah, living with the fishes. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's not a bad answer, though. It's <laughs> nice. It sounds very relaxing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. And finally, guys, if, if you could uh, share some gratitude or some thanks with somebody who was an inspiration, gave you a little push along the way, is there anyone you'd like to say thank you to? Oh, there is a lot of people that help us. Uh, mentioned of the, course, we have the, the, the big contributors that everybody knows, Dries. Uh, Fabian Potter's here, mm -hmm. uh, Larry Garfield, yeah. uh, Webchick. Uh, there is a lot of people that everybody, every, every time is helping everybody, mm -hmm. and that is great. Um, if you had to sell me one person only, it's impossible. It's impossible. But I think that's 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 what's great about this. You can't say, oh, this guy, because there's no this guy. It's, it's, it's a group effort. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of people. And, and even before the Drupal community, like open source in general, Linux, Stallman, all those people, like, is I think that it's great that you cannot say this guy. Mm -hmm. It's all of these people. Yeah, everybody is so just yeah. open and welcoming and, and yeah. wanting to help and contribute. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a great answer. Yeah. yeah. For 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 us, it's very, it's very important because we live in Argentina. We don't live in Buenos Aires. We live in a small town in the north, and. A long time ago, we decided to go with the open source, and the open source, open source give us a lot of opportunities. Uh, because for us, it's not easy to get licenses. It's not easy. the customer don't have a lot of money to spend in machine and licenses and software. So the open source give us a lot of opportunities, and it makes us possible to have our agency today. Uh, for us, it's very very important. Yeah, we wouldn't be here without open source for sure. For sure, excellent. Great. Well, th guys, thank you very much for taking some time to talk. This was wonderful. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Thank, thank you. you so thank much. you.
Hey, it's Nick Switzer from Drupal Camp Colorado. I hear you guys got a camp coming up in August. What's happening with that? That's true. It's coming up August 3rd through 5th. That's a Friday through Saturday. It's going to be at the King Center Honoraria Campus right near downtown Denver. We'll have a day of summits and trainings on Friday. We'll have a day of sessions on Saturday with a great party on Saturday night put on by Atten Design Group. And then on Sunday, we'll have some sprints, uh, hopefully mentored. And uh, we'd love volunteers, organizers, speakers. Anybody who's interested in getting involved, please get in touch. What's the website they should go to to find out more? Website is 2018.drupalcampcolorado.org. We also have a project on D.O, uh, just called DCCO, where you can check the issue queue, see what meetings are happening, and get involved in our Slack channel. Awesome. All right, Nick, we'll see you there. Thank you. See you there.